Board presents Board, James Board. I'm Luke. I'm Lars. And I'm Dad. This is our deep dive retrospective of every James Bond film. How's everyone doing tonight? We're doing pretty good. We uh, we spent a fabulous weekend um, at Disney, uh, which was magical. It, it, which it truly was. Um, the kids had a, a wonderful time. We did too. They had a, a Star Wars edition now, and it's it's... It's incredible. I mean, my only complaint is that it's not the Star Wars I grew up with, <laughs> but it is the Star Wars that the kids are growing up with, so seeing the look on their faces was awesome. Um, and then we, uh, we're we going to be frantically cleaning the next two days until uh, Mom and Dad get down here. So. Frantically cleaning? You don't need to frantically not frantic- clean. <laughs> not frantically cleaning. Well, we got to clean. we got to clean. We left a lot before we went to Disney and... We got home from Disney and said, ah, we're still on vacation. <laughs> so, uh, Dad, how you doing? Good, good. I, uh, I leave for, uh, for Maine on Monday for a uh, business trip for the week. Cool. Um, it's definitely going to be cold there. They're supposed to be. They got like 12 inches of snow this week, and they're supposed to get 12 inches on Friday, I think, but hopefully the uh, the roads are clear, so we're good to go. Uh, not a whole lot. It has um, it's been snowing the past couple of days, so it's you know a nice blanket of winter covering everything. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of anything going on. I uh, nope. It's just uh, we um, I made a made a nice stir fry the other night. That was my highlight. Uh, just ah. spending a couple of days relaxing with Victoria. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, tonight, I did not make a martini, because I did not think this movie de- deserved one. <laughs> I would um, agree. <laughs> I was at the grocery store with Eleanor while Elliot was at Taekwondo, and at the beer section, they had... This IPA, and I, I like IPAs. I'm, I, I like a lot of different kinds of beers, but IPAs are pretty good. And they had for the adventurer inside us all. I was like, oh, this is, this is great. This sounds very rousing and adventurous, like a James Bond movie. But I was shopping at the Aldi, which is not quite the same. If you ever been to an Aldi or a Lidl, they have all these different goods, and it it, it reminds me of Lost. I don't know if you guys watch Lost, but when they're in the Dharma Initiative, they'll have like it's not Ritz crackers; it's, it's like Rutz crackers. It's like just just a different just something off. different, just something off. So that's what I'm having: a beer that um, it tastes like a beer. It tastes like an IPA. It's not horrible, but it's an it's just not the same. And I thought that was perfect for this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I expected you to say that you got a bottle of Colt 45. I almost thought and about it. <laughs> that's where I was going to go, Lucas. <laughs> so I, I, thought, I agree 100% with you. Yeah. Um, they, they unfortunately did not have it at the grocery store. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have gotten that. <laughs> um. Because we were watching, or we watched, Live and Let Die. Now, has, is, there a, is there a Bond film that has a greater disparity from how good its, mu- its theme song is to how mediocre the movie itself is? Is there, is the, the gulf between the two is so much larger than probably any other Bond movie. Yeah. I, I, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's gonna be to, tough. It's hard to find one. It's gonna be tough because I, 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 and this song holds a special place in my heart because I actually saw Paul McCartney, Sir Paul McCartney. I saw Sir Paul McCartney sing this live the day we moved into our house. Oh wow! He was, he was in at Greensboro. Your house? Where, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> he he was in Greensboro, and we bought tickets like months in advance and then we closed in our house and we were moving in the same day 
So like we got everything into the house, nothing where it needed to be. But it was just inside our doors, and then we went to the concert. And he wow. ended the concert with pyrotechnics and cannons and live and wow. let die, yeah. and it was awesome. It was so in my, good. In my high in my high school trip to England was in 1973, mm-hmm. and live and let die was was posters and everywhere it was plastered everywhere i didn't get a chance to see it there i wish i could have but i remember thinking oh my god this is the greatest thing in the world and now i watched it (laughs) yeah yeah because you're right lucas like the song the song like you know that that opening and and the opening bit um might be like it's cold the cold open I'm sorry, Dad. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that this might saying, be the best Bond theme. It's up there. It's, it's definitely it's top three. It's up there. It's not my personal favorite, but it's up there. I mean, for God's sake, it's Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, it, and it almost feels like they pulled out all the stops, like, hey, we're going to really try to course correct. we got to get Paul McCartney to sing our song. But, like, I love, like, you know, the cold open, which... Um, it was it the only other cold open there's only been one cold open that didn't connect with anything else really like from Russia with love was like a mini story like it's his little adventures when he's it's like on a tuesday james bond does this mm-hmm. everything else kind of has like a at least a connection to the plot but they, ha- but they hadn't figured it out yet they hadn't figured it out yet right but, but with, with with this one it does have a connection to the plot and it's kind of interesting because it's jumping around um, I loved, and I'm just saying this before we, we get to the story, Dad, because, you know, we, we jump around. Right. I love the New Orleans bit, the second line when, like, the guy gets killed, and they pick him up in the, the they casket. They put the coffin over him. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty wonderful. cool. wonderful. Like, there's all these, like, oh, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. here we go. Yeah. This is, and then, like, boom, nope. boom, like, live and, like, live and let die starts. I'm like, well, shit, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And then it's not great. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I'd rather watch this over Diamonds Are Forever. Hundred percent. Uh I yeah, I would agree. It's it was iffy for me because I, when I was watching this one, I'm like wow, I didn't remember how bad this was, and how <laughs> I, I guess because I'm I'm sixty six and I'm. Looking at with a, a another lens now, how how black exploitation and oh yeah, I mean it was it was just insane. Well, okay, so Dad, but give us give us the I, plot. I, 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 wanna, the, I, I, the I plot. don't want to jump ahead. Give us the plot. What what happens? <laughs> okay, so live and let die. Nineteen seventy three. James Bond is sent to investigate the murder of three British agents all of whom have been killed within 24 hours. The victims are all separately investigating the operations of Dr. Kananga, the dictator of a small Caribbean island, San Marnique. Bond discovers that Kananga also acts as Mr. Big, a ruthless and cunning American gangster. Upon visiting San Monique, Bond determines that Kanika, no, that Kananga is producing two tons of heroin and is protecting the poppy fields by exploiting locals' fear of voodoo and the occult. Through his alter ego, Mr. Big, Kananga plans to distribute the heroin free of charge in his filet of soul restaurants, which will increase the number of addicts. Bond is captured by Kananga, but he escapes, killing Kananga and destroying the poppy crop. Now, that is the shortest description I have read on the Internet of a Bond movie. And yet it doesn't even describe everything that went on good bad or indifferent absolutely you skipped over solitary you skipped over all oh yeah kinds of that stuff. was just oh, yeah, the description 
Which it is it is a smaller movie, which I don't mind. I, I like a Bond movie that isn't I have to go save the world. Like I it, I, I yep. you know, like I'm with from you. Wish with Love. From Wish with Love was he's <clears throat> he's just gonna stop he, he's gotta get the the box, right? Like he, he he's gonna yep. go get this decoder box. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, you know, and it has bigger implications in in the the Cold War, but it's not someone from a moon base shooting lasers to destroy the diamonds that will then kill the oceans and all the whales. You, you know, it's not but, convoluted. But, it was but, pretty, but, pretty but, tight. But pull, pull back for a second, and we just left a franchise that had Sean Connery and then had John Lazenby and then, uh, no, Lazenby. And then they're going to introduce a new James Bond. And they use this movie to introduce a new James Bond. And there was so, it was so different mm-hmm. that I, I'm I mean, I was I was watching the movie the other night from that perspective that I mean, it I'm looking at it from is he Simon Templar? Is he James Bond? That's a, yeah. So it, Roger Moore, before, yeah, Roger Moore. Prior to this, like he he had screen tested for for Bond before, before Sean Connery but he was the Saint. Yeah, but he was the Saint. He was on a TV yep. show, The Saint, Simon, Simon Templar, and he was very good at that. He was, and he just wasn't. It just he never felt like he was, like, really embodied the part. No, he wasn't um, ruthless. Well, it's not even the ruthlessness no, of it. No, he, it. This movie feels like it's trying to. Okay, we've got so many. We we've come off of a really bad movie. We're trying to write. We're trying to write the ship. How do we do that? Well, let's have a bunch of things that are very similar to older Bond movies with a new actor, and we can have him try and go with this. Because Solitaire is very similar to Domino. Even the same kind of. Even the name name is similar. Uh, yeah, he's. We've got a train mm-hmm. fight at the end, like in From Russia with Love. We have an underground base, like several of the other movies. We have uh, the mystery of what's going on and what who is this who is this person. So more more like a more like a detective story than a it, than a spy thing, and yeah, it, it's. Trying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, this 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 really wasn't a James Bond movie. It, I, I I watching the whole thing, I'm like, this isn't James Bond. Well, and we've also grown accustomed to who James Bond is, so now I mean, and, and the and of... the and and what he, what, what M, you know, what what the British Secret Service sends James Bonds out to do, this was this wouldn't be one of the um, the ones they would send him out on. It, it was he, it was just different. Having to find the why these three agents all died. And they're all loosely connected. Okay, I can understand it. Well, because that, that's Dr. No. That's actually what Dr. Yeah. No started out with. He was going to go find why the, the agent died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he uncovered a big plot. Which is kind of what this plot is. Like, he went to go find what happened with these agents, and then he found a bigger plot. Can I say that it is... I mean, I think I, te- I texted you guys this, but it is incredibly weird to see James Bond's house. <laughs> now... Oh, absolutely! Yes. And to have yeah. and to have M knock on the door. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? I don't know what so I the, expected we're, we're, it to we're, be, but it wasn't that. No, we're we're introduced to James. So our new James Bond, so, you know, has the opening, has "Live and Let Die," and like you know, dun 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 dun, dun like the yep. songs playing. It's like, oh shit, this is gonna be awesome. And then it, and the next scene is James Bond in bed with a woman. Oh, great. There's James Bond, of course, he, in his natural habitat. <laughs> a stu- next a Studebaker. <laughs> a Studebaker. A Studebaker, um, yeah. so, right. He's actually at his house because M comes to visit him. And, and it's almost, it was like a Three's Company episode where he's trying to hide the girl. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. like being all coy. And then Bunny Penny's like, there trying to help Bunny him. And shows yeah. up. And like all this stuff. And, and M, our Q never shows up. Which no, is weird. Nope. No. We get a reference to him um, and the watch. Right, but it's like 
why are you at his house? Why would you ever de- like you're the you're the head of Secret Service? They come to you. Yeah, you you get them to come to you. I mean, you, the only the is, only time I remember them coming to James Bond's house was in uh, it was Daniel Craig and Sky he was in, in his apartment exactly, and that was kind of. It didn't really have anything to do with anything. This this was just really odd. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, you're <clears throat> you're the head of a a spy organization. You don't go anywhere. They come. Your your boys come to you. Yeah, <laughs> like they don't. And... I mean, it was like, oh yeah, we we've had dinner parties here before, and we just came to came by to see you. We just knew, just knew, and and again. There's Money Penny, and she knows that there's a girl in the closet, and she's kind of wink, wink, and it just it completely undercuts all the emotion that on Her Majesty's Secret Service left with was like, right. oh, he fell in love, and now she's dead, and now it's all just like, I'm back to swinging, it's okay, and Money Penny's in on it, and blah blah, and it's just, ugh. it just reminds me of, like, if, if this movie had been better or had like done its own thing or done something interesting. I wouldn't have noticed all that, but like these these successive movies after that heartbreak of on Her Majesty's Secret Service, it's like, man, you guys really missed an opportunity, and now you're just making yeah. not great mm-hmm. stuff. I, I, I think but the, it, the problem I had with this one, the, the the big problem was it does not age well. No, okay. everything they did, pimp mobile, you know all. Everything, if you watch it now through a twenty twenty two eyeballs, it's horrible. Oh, it's cringy. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Cringy. We've talked on on and, like New York City looks so grimy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gross. We've talked on on episodes before about how you have to judge a film by its own, you know, the cringiness of um, uh, you only live twice. Um, and how there's some some not good bits in there, and well, that came out <laughs> that came out in in 1967, 60 whenever. Well, we're not watching it in 1967. We're watching it in 2022. We're we can't impose our morals yeah. or, or or our. But you have to. Yeah, I mean, I I can't not exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but it's um, yeah. But it was easier for me to do it for that movie than this because one. it was yeah, a better movie. One, and there were so many different and and I you know this is horrible to say but there were so many black exploitation tropes oh my god it was horrible yeah. just the the I'm and I'm watching this movie thinking if the rest of the world thought that every black person in a city was a crime lord? Was a part of a crime was a network. crime lord was a crime and lord. drove a yeah. pimp mobile. They actually said pimp mobile, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it, it was amazing. And I, I well, can remember it, again, going to the movies, watching this movie, not thinking all that, but now I'm thinking about it, like, oh my god. See, well, what, once again. Bond in America doesn't really work. See, no. I was just about to bring that up. Never does. And I disagree in this movie at the very least. Because it didn't work in Diamonds Are Forever, where I agree with you categorically. Ugh. It doesn't work in that. But here, because we're seeing multiple locations in the States, it works better. We're seeing New York, because New York is the, the eternal setting for a film. You can basically... See, you, 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 you do have New Orleans. We, New, the, the second line stuff was fun. And the, I, yeah. I will admit that. And, the New, and New Orleans is exotic by its nature almost. So though that yeah, works. you're right. You're right there. The fact that we juxtapose New Orleans, New York, and uh, San Monique, I think it is. Yeah. Made, 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 made up, up made up Made up Jamaica. Hey, it was Haiti. It was Haiti. Yeah. It was Haiti. Yeah. Um... It's didn't bother me as much. I don't. I mean, it, I totally understand what you're saying. Bond in America seems strange because it's not exotic, but it's not exotic to us because we've grown up here. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm... it was it was weird though because this whole movie. <clears throat> I have a couple things I want, I want to say yep. right off the bat, uh, and <clears throat> I don't want to hog everything, but 
again, it felt like it's a smaller story. Mm-hmm. But everything else felt small. Like, even the underground lair that we eventually get to. <laughs> yes. Like, think back to the last underground yep. layers that we've seen. We didn't see, like, di- like forget about Diamonds Are Forever. Blech. And <clears throat> on Her Majesty's Secret Servants didn't really have a lair. Like, it had a, a, a Swiss Alps thing. But we right. can, you know, let's, let's take those away. Let's go back to You Only Live Twice, or like Thunderball, or Goldfinger, or, I mean, Dr. No. Like, there's volcano layers, and they're big sets, and they feel giant and big. Hey, Lars, I even wrote down, at the my third note was, a tiny UN. When they had the UN sequence, yes. there were like five people there. And I'm like, this wait a minute. Like the, when I see the like... UN, there's 400 people in a room. And right. with this one, it was like they could have filmed it in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. It felt like the most Austin Powers yes. sets that we've seen. Yep. And yep. Austin Powers looked cheap and, and silly on, on purpose. Like, that was on purpose. They did that. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. th- we were making a spoof. This is a spoof. Like, it, I understand that. Yep. But compare these, this, his, you know, Kananga's underground lair to Dr. Nose or Blofeld's underground lair, you know, they're, they're completely different. Yep. And it's like they, they took this giant step back and, and it just felt cheap. And then the other thing was, um, so, Dad, the big reason that you wanted to watch these movies, not only, you know, it was, it was great to talk with everybody and and watch James Bond, just to see how things change. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I don't, and I want to jump ahead, but Agent Rosie Carver yep. contrasts her, so Rosie Carver, she's on like her second assignment, she's kind of nervous and bumbling, compare her to the new agent in No Time to Die, who kicks ass, like, shoots everybody, is breathtaking to look at, shares a martini with Bond, never sleeps with them, goes on her way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is in there for one sequence. Lucas, have you seen No Time to Die yet? Sorry to spoil everything. Yeah, hey, you're good. But there's, a, there's an agent in it that is, you will see her, like, you'll, you'll know who we're talking mm-hmm. about. She is, wow. Now I, now I will and, say that. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, compare the two, where we have gone from bumbling yeah. sidekick to holds her own. Right. It's pretty remarkable. Now to go see back that. to 1973, and James Bond is having a love scene with a black no, woman yep. was absolutely right. unbelievably controversial. Mm. Oh, yeah. you're, no, you're absolutely right. It was, yep. I can remember hearing things, especially when I watched it from the South, that there were people that were, I'm not going to go like watch the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, looking at it now, I'm like, wow, I can, I can understand why people reacted that way because it was so in your face mm-hmm. that i mean it, it was amazing but they don't even like so the first night they're together she pushes them away and then they end up sleeping but, together in the woods but we don't see anything we see we see a lot more with other women oh but absolutely she he kisses her and that was the big deal. That oh my god! Yeah, I mean, we're, where are they going with this? I mean, how far out are we from from the the Kirk O'Hara kiss? We're not that far away from from that on being on TV. I mean, it was like four four years. Yeah, some from like 67, 68. Yeah, from Kirk and O'Hara on Star Trek. Oh no, it's sixty eight to uh, sixty nine to seventy three. But I mean, this one was. I can remember hearing about this that oh my god people shouldn't watch this it's horrible. I'm like oh my god it's 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 really that part of it was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you, you, I I can appreciate that. Um, but but it was done uh, poorly. Right. Very. Oh, um, an old woman says, "Holy shit." 
Yep. <laughs> and, um, so she says, I mean, for me, part of it was, it was 1970s, and the, what they wore, their makeup, it was horrendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, looking at Kananga when he has his, you know, his fake makeup on, I'm like, well, what, what the heck has he got on there? Yeah, it, yeah, that was it, this one was very, very dated. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with you know, it, it does feel, and it, it, it's funny because, I mean, the black exploitation movies, they were popular, uh. but I don't. I mean, I've seen Shaft, I've seen Coffee Brown, you know, I've seen, you know, you know, all the Cleopatra Jones, like, all, you know, all, all these, black these dynamite. movies, but they weren't like, well, <laughs> dynamite, dynamite. <laughs> um, that's, an, have you seen that movie? It's incredible. It's perfect. It is, yeah. it is. That you, you need, you need to watch Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite okay. is. <clears throat> it's on HBO Max now. Yeah. It's um, Michael Jai White. Um, and and he, he it was his passion project. He made a black exploitation movie in like two thousand nine, and it like there's boom mics in it. Oh wow! So it's, it's a spoof, but it's not like it's not like a Zucker Zucker Brothers, right? It is. I just made another black exploitation movie. So there's some people that <laughs> there's, because they're not trained actors in these movies. Somebody stands up, like, he stands up. And now this is what... So it was like he read his his direction <laughs> and then started reading his scene. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. have to watch this. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. That, that's that's legitimately good. Um, but the... Um, I mean, it wasn't like a huge genre. Like, I know that it was they were popular, but it's just so weird of a genre to... To meld James Bond onto, yeah, yeah, like I don't get it. I yeah, I I, um, I mean, and, I mean, I actually wrote down it. It looked like it was a bunch of white guys making a black movie. Oh, it absolutely is. And and it and it that is a and, and making a black movie poorly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to interject, I think Shaft's a thousand times better than this. Oh my god, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. And then to interject. All of the Louisiana police. Oh, oh my God. God. That was just, I just could not believe they did all that. And then we get to see him in future movies. I know. I heard. And I'm like, I was like, oh, my God. This is, this is horrible. And I was reading some of the, some of the um, uh, backstory on, on this movie. And there were actual uh, Louisiana police departments that when they filmed this movie they did not allow black people to drive cars in their in their areas parish. in their parish during the filming of this movie and I, I, oh my god it's just it's so bad yep and that when he oh, when, when, we, we, when he when that cop First swaggers up to the the guy who's chasing Bond, whose name escapes me, and they're having this weird boat chase, car Pepper. chase. Pepper, yeah, it's a boat car chase at the same time. Yeah, that's a great name. Um, and yeah. he, he says something to the effect of, "This isn't your first time doing this. Like, I am so uncomfortable right now with everything that's going on. I just desperately want this. Want both of them to get hit in the head with a speedboat when they jump over." Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's and it's like it. Nineteen seventy-three. That's not a long, long time ago. Nope. It's a while ago, but that's not a long time ago. Nope. And I graduated that, from high school in seventy-four. Three, three more years, right? Exactly. Or yeah. yeah. So like, it's not it's not that far removed. So the, this idea of so okay, we're 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 jumping around where so being a bond. Goes to New York. He's trying to unravel this mystery. Turns out there's this guy that's you know selling heroin. He's protecting his poppy fields. There's this voodoo lady named Solitaire. We haven't even gotten to Solitaire yet. I'm not getting to her yet. We'll go back nope. to her. 
It ends up in the swamps of Louisiana. And there's a pretty cool boat chase. We haven't really seen a boat chase like this in, oh, yeah. in a Bond movie. That's a pr- that's That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, pr- pretty good stuff. Um, but the sheriff is this... This red, hillbilly redneck, and <laughs> oh my god, the epitome of a redneck southern tobacco chewing sheriff with a brother in law named Billy Bob. And yep. the words Billy Bob should never be uttered in a James Bond movie. No, James Bond no. is way too cool for that, <laughs> absolutely. So that just that really uh, I mean I like, mean that whole portion of it I thought I was watching um Dukes of Hazard What is it por- por- Porkies Porkies or Dukes of Hazard Yeah Yeah I was I was like wait a minute have I stumbled into Porkies Right yeah did, did I did, did they make the movie stop happening and something else is going yeah, on exactly. Yeah exactly That was and and even like I don't know it it, it suffered from it didn't know what kind of tone of the movie it wanted to be, right? You know, so it wanted like, all right, we need to be dangerous, so we're you know we're we're doing a boat chase, but then we do this comedic moment where the boat rides up over this swamp flotilla, basically like this land, yeah, through a wedding, mm-hmm. wedding out in the bayou, and then it you know goes back on the water and like it's it's like pick, pick a tone, like you you can have a very serious mo- movie. But have like moments of levity or like a, a lighthearted laugh or a gag or whatever. That's fine. But when you're bouncing from, I'm trying to escape this person. Like I'm, imagine this chase scene in For Marshall with Love. This chase scene would be, I'm escaping from my life. I am getting out of the like this yeah, guy is going to exactly. kill me. I'm getting away from him. The but. That's yeah. what they were trying to go for, but then there's like silly, and it's just up and down and up and down, and I don't know what I'm tr- supposed to be feeling by watching this, other than it goes on forever. Um, it goes on forever. It goes on forever. It did. Um. So I just never, I never knew what to feel with the movie because it was silly and campy. And the and whole, if it's silly and, and campy, the whole, why, how the whole voodoo thing. Just, I, it it never really grabbed me. I mean, at the oh. end, you see the the tall guy with the voodoo on the train, and like, well, this, it never. It was just kind of silly. It was. He was a good looking villain. Yeah, I would love for him to get into a fight with him. Yeah, he was scary, but not the actual villain. Penango was no, like a, whatever. I, I will say was well, Yafakota. I, I will say like, the, the the bit where he he pulls the face off that was pretty cool. Like he, he pulls his fake face off, revealing that he's the um, that he's both Mister Big and Kananga at the same time. I thought that was a pretty interesting, pretty cool um, way to do that. Um, but he yeah. But other other than that, I wasn't really threatened by him. No, no. I mean, I mean, this. I, I'm thre- I'm threatened by Red Grant. Red Grant is gonna yes. kill somebody. Yes. Um, and like you know, odd job is silly, but he's a big guy with a metal hat that's gonna throw it through your face. Yeah. He's. Scary. I mean, the guy, the guy uh, with what? What was his name? With uh, he had the 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 pincers. The claw. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, but but you could look at him. And his arms, the pincer thing was like twice as long as the rest of his arms. So, oh, okay, so, right. Well, that that's any that's any movie with a prosthesis. I mean, that's just bad. Well, that's like if you watch Predator. Predator tries to type uh, to do the thing with his yeah. arm, but he touches it midway through the finger because that's where the tip of his actual finger is. Yeah, but this is really bad. Lucas. Yes, I'm just bringing it up that it happens in any time there's oh, a prosthesis. Yeah. It does. It is. It's, it's not just for here, but it was just bad here, and it just, I, I just, what I didn't, <clears throat> I mean, you know, James Bond, they're escapist adventure movies, mm-hmm. right? Like that, like yep. that's core. Yep. This is this is taking somebody from bumfuck Iowa on a journey to go, like, 
I'm going to get to go around the world and, and have an adventure. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't have any sort of tension. And I have nothing against Iowa. It's just the center. I'm All I'm picking is the center. Right. That's all. Yep. Um, there wasn't any tension. I didn't care. <laughs> like, there was, you know, so if I don't feel like there's any stakes or there's any tension then why am I watching this adventure story? Like, all good adventure is about, I hope that he gets the girl, or I hope that he... He stops the stops Nazis from getting the, the grail. Nazis from getting the grail, or like, whatever. So think about what you just said. So he shoots the torpedoes before the space station blows it up. Like, all yep. that stuff, right? Like that's, The person <laughs> from Iowa watching this movie that you just said, all he sees is, look... All the people in New York City, all the black people black drive <laughs> pitmobiles. Right. And right. I, I'm like, oh my God, I'm live, watching live this like, slums. this is horrible. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Mm -hmm. And then if you go into the, if you go into the swamps of Louisiana and you're trapped on an island, as long as you can line up alligators you can run across them. I to didn't escape. hate that because I've seen that in so I many know, cartoons. But it, but it was so silly. Yeah. Like, oh my well, god. No, and also, he he does do that in Skyfall. He jumps on a Komodo dragon. Yes, he does. Yes. But still, and I read actually read about this thing because the only reason they had all that in the movie was when they were scouting locations. They 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 came across this alligator farm. And the guy said, you know, if you film here, I can run across alligators. <laughs> and they, oh, okay. Well, that's, that's that sounds good. That. Yeah. We'll no. film that. <laughs> Absolutely. Completely makes sense. What's, yeah. What will blow your minds is there's actually a uh, um, an alligator farm out in the Rockies. Uh, not too far from here. Really? Yep. Uh, wow. Over a, over a hot spring. I was going to say, they must have, like, down jackets or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, right. no, there's a there's apparently a hot spring somewhere up there, and I guess I guess for for me what really irritated me the most, and it's kind of silly. It's everything he wore. It was so seventies, and so it just wasn't classy at all. Well, he even has a a, a moment where like there's a tailor. The tailor comes in. I know. And like he's picking these clothes and it's like those? Really? Like, you know, the first time he meets Kananga, he's wearing this like yellowy cream color. I'm looking at it like, and, like everything's a leisure everything's just, a leisure suit. Yeah. He's not wearing No. He's not wearing the gray three piece from Goldfinger. No. Or he's not wearing like he's just not he doesn't look like he's just he's just kind of That there. was something I, I and that, and Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no! Something I noticed, like I made a note of, is like his Roger Moore's mimetic outfit—the thing that everyone thinks of when he's in, uh, thinks of James Bond as a as a Roger Moore, the Roger Moore James uh -huh. Bond. His outfit is from this movie. It's the black turtleneck and the uh, the shoulder holster. The brown, yeah, the brown shoulder, shoulder, shoulder rig. Right. Yeah, it's it's just interesting. Like, which that looked that looked cool, kind of infiltrate-y. That's fine, mm -hmm. but it wasn't. You know, he was just—he didn't have his a presence. No, like, no. Like, and even George Lazenby had a presence. Yeah, I felt like you yep. know, and yep. I didn't—I didn't feel it with him in this one. No. Um, he—I think he was trying not to be the—he was trying not to be the saint. You know, I think you're right, and, Lucas. I really yeah, think you're, you're right that right. he's—he was trying not to be, but when he did this, it was—I don't know—it was—it was almost like a caricature. Of, of a James Bond where the biggest thing he could do is he would raise his eyebrow. You know, yeah. he's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It was, it just wasn't well, I just, I, I, classy. I just, you know, no, but also I think we, we talked about this earlier. I think you mentioned it, Dad. Like, he, he wasn't, like, ruthless. Like, he, James Bond's a killer. Yeah. Like, James Bond is an, is an assassin. Yep. And and I believe that Sean Connery, if you piss him off, he'll kill you. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I would get it. Like no, no, maybe not Sean Connery, but like Sean Connery in that role, he would 
he would he would not and looking ahead and he'd kill you, you know that daniel craig would yeah same way yep he same. would kill daniel you craig, he would kill you and not even think about it yep he because that was sleep. his that was his job mm-hmm. right and but and and roger moore feels nope. like more like i'm having fun being james bond and i never felt like sean connery really was having not sean connery but sean connery's bond was really having fun with it. In the better ones, he wasn't having fun. No. Like, he was just kind of blasé about it, but also it was kind of like a, a defense mechanism, I, like a coping thing to get, yeah. get past all in of this, this. In this movie, I never thought that Roger Moore was ruthless. No. No. no it was, he was just... But this is also where we've, we, have, we have progressed past Bond being an assassin, and we've also even progressed... Bond. Now John's Bond isn't yeah. even a spy. Bond is just Bond. And that, mm. y'all, you 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 hit the mm. nail on the head. That's that's very true because where we are in the world and and in the 1973 when this was released, mm-hmm. this is what the snake people is now wanted eating its own tail. <laughs> no, you're and you're and you're absolutely right, Lucas. Is that now? He, he's even progressed beyond secret agent. He is a James Bond, and James Bond, well, James Bond gets the girls. James Bond. Well, does he's this. not. James well, we Bond can we can that. we can say he's progressed past a spy, and he's now a secret agent. That's that's the well. He's a, it, it's a formula. Yeah. And, and right, right. Um, now we haven't talked about her, Jane Seymour. She's goddamn gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I and I actually I thought was, she was wasted. Yep. Yes. That and that and that was and as a as a a Bond girl, like man, like she's a really good actress. She's an Emmy award winning actress. And this was her she, first movie. She had wow. done BBC television shows. This was her first mm-hmm. movie. Okay. Like she, like yeah, she she is. Now, like in retro- retrospect, like you, you are an actress that is awarded, and you are, yep. Like you, you do good stuff, and you, you're right, Dad. You, she was just wasted, and like it, it made sense for Kananga to like put up voodoo statues and like play on the tribe or play on the the, the natives' fear of voodoo. I get that. Fine. Like you, you know, it's like a scarecrow almost. You know. Yep. But then why was he so wrapped up in? The tarot card reading made no like sense. All the others, no, no, no. And then, it. and then, what was her name? Rosie, the 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 black woman that he was involved with in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carver. Yeah. Um, they they never followed through with that. If they had done that, I mean, she was supposed to be like a double agent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. It was. In 1973, that was that was pretty groundbreaking that he was, you know, laying in. Mm-hmm. They had obviously made love, and it was a white guy and a black woman. That that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they never really followed through with that. Other than okay, let's just do this. Yeah. Um. Like I said at the beginning, it, it felt like a, a greatest hits, yeah, but done worse. You know, just, so it was like a underground layer, but not done well. A train fight, but not done as well. A this, not you know, and, and yeah. just it, and it's funny because I, you know, I I'm not a big fan of the Roger Moore movies, but oh, for just some wait. Reason, I, I remember, <laughs> well, I, for some reason I remember like. Oh no! This was fine. Like this one was like one of like was, this one was a good one. This is good. I thought the same thing, and then when I watched it, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. yeah what was I thinking? That just, that just that just makes me feel bad about what we're getting ourselves into. Is that well, if this is the one that I thought was good, you know, yeah, Roger Moore is not a great Bond, but Live and Let Die is pretty good. I wonder if it's just that first five minutes. Where it bounces around and they pick up a person in a casket and then Paul McCartney sings his heart out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all it was? <laughs> I don't know. And then I, I guess the whole thing was ruined for me with the whole 
Deputy Pepper or whoever, the redneck sheriff. Whoa. I'm like, oh my god, I'm watching Cannonball I'm, Run Three. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> it, it was horrible. And yeah. we get well, to and, watch and, it again. I forget which one it is when he shows up again, and, and they do the the 360 flip with the with the boat. Well, and I heard that. I heard that with this one, I heard Burt Reynolds was offered. Yeah. It and was Burt a... Reynolds was like Burt Reynolds was like, Are you fucking kidding me? It's supposed to be a British guy. I'm yeah. not gonna take this part. Yeah. Yeah. He he had the good enough sense to be like, No, you're you're a moron. Of course I'm not gonna be James Bond. Yeah. And it and, and I felt like this there's a lot of like you can feel almost like in retrospect now feel the desperation. This was a smoking like the bayonet movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're trying desperately yeah. to have. I mean, look at, well, Lucas. What did, what did you think? I, it's as I, mean, I said before. As I said before, I'd rather watch this than Diamonds Are Forever. Something happens in this. I was at least that's, that's true. Intrigued by what was going on. There was there were different things, and I I there is the outline of an interesting movie here. <laughs> and uh, Bond investigating. I, I love that, Lucas. Yeah, there, there is. There's. There's. A, there's a, a skeletal. Yeah, there is outline of something that's interesting here, and there's glimmers of it, like him investigating and that fo- being followed through Harlem. Ugh. That's interesting. Oh, oh my god! It's terrible, but it's interesting. Had it been done real, yeah, done well, it would have. It might have been. Um, it might have yeah. been been something, but it wasn't. This whole movie is a lot of almost interesting things done badly. Right. I mean, for me, this was not a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. It was. I'm not sure what it was, but it was a, it was a Jamie Bond movie. And and to think that they were introducing a new actor in the role, and they never. That nothing happened. I mean, well, that that you wouldn't come out with a new, so you know, no. I mean, you you, you wouldn't, wouldn't say, okay, out. now Roger Moore is going to be doing this. I get that, but still, it no, was no, no, just no, 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 but different. Okay, so, um, Doctor No, I remember the Ursula coming out of the the yep water. I remember the volcano layer. You know the fight mm-hmm. from Russia with yep. Love, the train fight. Um, I oh, you know, yeah. Goldfinger, the the um, the, the laser beam, Knox, <laughs> the laser beam, um, Thunderball, the fights underwater, the jetpack. You only live twice, Nelly, and the fight in the office. Yeah. Um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, the attack on the Alps, and the thing at the end. Even Diamonds Are Forever, the lame chase scene through the moon landing. What's the set piece in this movie? Yeah. There's there's not one. Mm -hmm. No, there's not one. And it it boggles my mind that... I mean, other than seeing black guys in a pit mobile driving away, that, like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Each movie had a set piece. There's no, like... Nope. Like big action, you know, and I, I and that was just a gloss over. Like I missed, I missed a bunch of big set pieces in all the other movies, but each one at least had one that I remember, and many of them had multiple. One of yeah, the, Lucas, yeah, yeah one sorry. of the other things that feels weird about this movie, and it's the it's the first one to start doing it. We saw it before, but this is the first movie where they lost the rights to Spectre. Really, oh. and there's no Spectre in this. Yeah. Um, or at least I, that's what I remember reading is that that's why we stopped seeing Spectres because they didn't have the rights to huh. Spectre anymore. So that's why we switched from Bond fighting Blofeld and Spectre to Bond fighting a quote unquote Bond villain. Um, oh wow! Because, because a Bond I villain, didn't, I didn't know that. But we don't see Spectre again until well, the movie Spectre. No, he huh. kills Blowfield in one of them. He kills Blowfield in uh, A View to a Kill. Does he? Well, we, at the very least, there's we, one of them that he killed. He blow, well, I know blows th- this. This one was completely different. 
in that it was just drugs. Right. Which again, I don't mind it being a smaller story. No, I don't mind. I don't mind that. Just make, like, I, make sure fun. it's a well done story. Right. Make, and have have something memorable that happened in it. Like I just I rattled off two like one or two things per movie, and I, and that didn't take me any time to remember those. I could go back and tell you all these other yep. little set pieces. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing in this movie that's really resonating with me, other than he. He jumps on a bunch of alligators. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And if that's your movie for a James Bond movie, you got some problems. <laughs> I mean, for me, the takeaway was this looked like it was a bunch of white guys trying to make a black movie. Mm-hmm. And they did it really poorly. And again, I would much rather watch Shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Shaft is way, Absolutely. Way If you set we'll have, if we'll you set it. the bar low enough. <laughs>